bull crap they're going to give me. You're, you're really passionate about this topic. Bro, I'm, I'm hot. Like, I'm hot because, like, you know how some people, like, they generally care for art. And there are some people that, like, they haven't even seen the art yet. They just see a cover or they see a name list and they just say it's the worst thing ever. They start bashing everything and people's talent. And it's it's nerve-wracking and it's freaking annoying. Like, some of y'all comic book fans are suckers. I'm sorry. I, I really I, are. You know, I, I'm going to cut you off for one second. I want you to keep that same energy when we review the Secret Invasion finale. Oh, we can look. You want a two-for-one? I don't care. That's how I'm feeling right now. I don't care. <laughs> well, guys, welcome back to another episode of the New Black Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Chris, a.k.a. Prince, with my very passionate co-host, Duran, a.k.a. Medic Grizzly. Duran, how you feeling, bro? Feeling swell. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So, Duran... Yes. Why don't you tell us, folks, what we're what we're covering today? Because you seem you seem to be very very uh, bothered by it. What's up, everybody? I'm still a nice guy, but we're kind of covering Green Lantern. DC Comics dropped the animation film uh, last year. It was called um, "Beware My Power," but this particular film is on HBO Max, and it highlighted John Stewart and the different path of it. Now, there are some people who love. Hal Jordan, and that's it. If it's not Hal Jordan, they don't want to see it. Respectfully, all of you can kiss my ass. I do not like oh people like that at all, and it freaking is a reason why you're probably having a Green Lantern movie that was successful or even just continuing with TV shows or trying to put Green Lantern into it because the fandom is atrocious. They are basically pacified. They are complete jerks when it comes to anything that's not Hal Jordan, and it's so, so, so stupid. People who love Green Lantern, you understand it's a core. It's a police corporation. It's a bunch of different lanterns. You can fall in love with Kyle, with Guile. You can John. It was the man. I don't know about you, but when I first introduced was, was the Justice League. That was as a child watching that show. It made me actually care more about comic books. Period. You had a person of color, Green Lantern, ball head. It was freaking amazing. So when I heard about them having a movie with him, I'm all game for it. Why was every review that I witnessed 2 out of 10, 5 out of 10, 6 out of 10? And the reason being because it wasn't a comic accurate story. Guess what? Most of your MCU things are not comic accurate. It's not possible. There is actually art that has been taking place with someone's mind onto a storybook. And then time happens. They have to go with time. They have to make stories work. And sometimes it's not going to be page for page verbatim. It's not always going to be that way. If it's a good story and it fits well with the character they have, Embrace it, love it, move on from it. But if you people out here say if it's not how Jordan, you freaking can't stand it. I don't want to watch it and bash it so everyone thinks it's a terrible movie. I can't say what I want to say, but you know how I feel about you. Do those things. Step on Legos. Do what you gotta do. It's <laughs> okay. I Legos? cannot stand people like that. I cannot stand yo. The reviews are ridiculous. And you had how Jordan in this film, bro. You that's, had him in this film, and they foul. still never had a problem with it because he wasn't the main line person get over yourself it was actually a really really good film i enjoyed it i enjoyed it i really did so will, everyone else I will never rocked. i will never get over step on legos that's gonna I'm, be my I'm go-to sorry. insult now instead of telling someone to go play in traffic i'm gonna tell someone to go step on legos that is bro step on them twice good. 
And then when you're done and you're like, ow, ow, I hope you stub your toe in the corner of your bed. That's how I feel right now. Wow. People who criticize films without watching the film, you are a special person that I just want to smack sometimes. But anyway, I don't promote violence. I don't do all that. But anyway, go ahead. Did you enjoy the film? I did. I did enjoy the film. Um, but I'm more concerned about your uh, your emotional state right now. Do you feel better? Yes and no, because like you know, you're part of my wedding. Green Lantern, John Stewart is a key thing. People love Static Shot. Some old school cast of Black Lightning. Um, there are some characters that you grew up on that you just marvel in. Like you just like, yo, that means a lot. And Green Lantern and John Stewart is one of those characters for me that everyone in my wedding had a super had a superhero um, shirt under because they represented who they were and what they could be like. So when I see people batch something because that person doesn't look like what you want that person to be gets on my nerves rate the film for what it is she hawk it sucked i'll sell you it sucked i love hawk but it sucked you know this I, movie I, did I, not I suck i could have sworn we had made a pact that we no, were no. never going to speak i'm sorry on this podcast again I, I will watch She-Hulk again more than do people like this who can't stand that movie because it's not how how, about, how how about we just choose neither I like that too. Let's yeah, rock with that yeah. one. So, so, anyways, um, Duran, my thoughts on the film. Yeah, I please. personally really enjoyed it. I I thought that it was a great kind of origin, non-origin story about the Green Lanterns in the greater DC universe. Um, they like very early on in the story, they made references to the Flash, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman. Um, so we know that Justice League exists. Um, so. What I like about this and what I think could be really good news and really good time, because this came out last year, yes, right? For James Gunn's live action DCU is, he mentioned their Green Lantern TV show that he's going to do is going to feature multiple Green Lanterns, yes. right? He also mentioned that it was going to essentially be True Detective, like a, almost kind of like a crime thriller in space. That's kind of what this film is. No? It is. And on top of that, it's like a flashpoint, bro. It's a restart. If you think about it towards the end. Right. It's, well, it's, and, and, and before we get to the end, what, what yes. I really wanted to focus on is just if they can adapt something like this, Yes. For a TV show, this, I mean, this premise could be, could be incredible. And, be, and because not only are you getting a lot of history about the Green Lantern Corps, you're also getting a lot of exposition of what else is out there. Because we know James Gunn DC Universe is going to have people and beings already kind of practicing you know, who they are already in the comics. It's not going to be a bunch of origin stories left and right. So a story like this where you're getting a Jon Stewart origin story, but he's mm -hmm. being thrust into things that are already well-established, I think mm -hmm. was a great way to in, to, to introduce this. Um, I thought doing the Hal Jordan parallax storyline in this movie was also fantastic. I think that's yes. something that they could that they could that they could definitely adapt in the live mm -hmm. action TV show. Because remember when James Gunn announced his slate, he mentioned that what they discover in this 
detective show in space Mm -hmm. is something that he said, quote, terrifying and will have a lasting implication for the greater DC universe. If you're talking about a Green Lantern Mm -hmm. show, having multiple Green Lanterns, and we're not talking either Sinestro Core and or Parallax, I don't know what that other horrifying, long, implicating thing on the universe that you could be you could be doing. And Parallax has been used before, but in this particular way, um, before we get to the very end of it, um, let's let's go back to even like the homage of John Stewart and the overall the aura of his love life. You bring Hawkgirl and you bring Vixen in this. Like you bring both of them inside this, okay? So if you watch the old Justice League, you're like, oh, I got a little throwback, a little payload mm-hmm. homage. Then you bring Green Arrow as Green Arrow is a beloved character to a lot of people and also shows his relationship and friendship with Hal and how he's focused on, hey, you're not the true Green Lantern. Well, let's go find who it is. And then we're even talking about how the Lantern went out and seek and find John. Like that's just a different element to the whole thing. Normally it's like I'm fine if next person with hope. No, I mean willpower. It actually Guardian went down there to find John. Him specifically. You, yes, just him. And then you see how Green Arrow and they went up to the Justice Tower, Manhunter was in there. It was mar- it was really cool seeing the whole transaction of that. And then progressed to how the space, there's already things going on. Like John's just like a footnote in everything that's going on. You have a war already happening with um Adam Streams, you had the whole Zada beam going down, um, Hulk Girl's family, like just a lot happening. On top of having Parallax and Howard Jordan's storyline with Sinestro, it that was so cool to me. Because it wasn't like a predictable story. I just I really, really enjoyed that aspect of it. It was fun. Like yeah. it was really fun. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think like they they gave us a lot, a lot of different characters and a lot of backstory. I mean, we get the whole um backstory about Thanagar and mm-hmm. Ron, you know what I mean, about their war. Um you get a lot of exposition just about, you know, where Hawk Girl comes from and and kind of how these things already work. So like we're already kind of like at the end of, you know, what we would call like the current Hal Jordan version of the Green Lantern Corps. Because like you said, towards the end, he John Stewart has to try and rebuild the Green Lantern Corps from scratch. He's the only one. Yes. Right. So um <clears throat> It's, Which I think is a perfect segue for moving forward. Like I think so too. Yeah. Everyone gets so enriched with history. I understand that history is important to tell the full story. But if I want to make my own chapter in this history, I can't always copy everyone else. I have to have my own twist. And that's the beautiful thing about writing and creating is that I can give you a character. I give myself a character. And we have a different way of writing that character. So you can blend stories and do what you want. And you may not like my more aggressive or vicious character. You might like the more um, suave type intellectual character you might put in. That's a beautiful thing, which you can do with these characters. So when you have films like this and the conclusion being what it was with him having all the rings and then saying I have to rebuild, that was that was awesome. Like I'm looking forward to another movie because I want to see what characters they bring. and. Right. That was just like a nice way of saying that the lanterns belong in space, but they also have a connection to actual Earth and that there's more than just one. You don't have to like every single Green Lantern. You have options. You can choose one you actually do like. I like that. Yeah, I I think. And I I think um, going back to how this could play into like the live action TV show, 
yeah. the people who do want to see Hal Jordan, you could stretch this out. Like you could do the same kind of parallax turn, but do it over the course of an entire TV season, right? So when you meet him in the first couple of episodes, he's still the Hal Jordan, you know, the greatest Green Lantern we've ever seen, blah, 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 blah all that kind of stuff, which would make his turn into parallax that much more effective later on, mm-hmm. right? And then you do usher in John Stewart as your new Green Lantern. He's rebuilding the Green Lantern course. So maybe in the future you get a Guy Gardner, you know, kind of situation, um, you know, down the down the road. Because um, I, I, I don't anticipate them making multiple Green Lantern movies. If they were, they would have already greenlit one. They, yes. They're doing a TV show. So there's mm-hmm. clearly something there that they see it working better on that medium than on the big screen. So, I mean, I I really enjoyed it. I I honestly, I don't know where some of the critics are giving it, you know, six out of tens, four out of tens. I enjoyed it. I would at least give it a seven. It was enjoyable. Mm -hmm. The writing was good. I thought the pacing was good. Um, The twist at the end was, was good and not super predictable. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, me being, being a comic book head, as I'm watching the movie and I'm seeing, you know, certain things play out, I'm, I, I found myself kind of like watching it, like with my headphones on. My wife is like sitting next to me. She's probably like this dork because I'm like watching it and I'm like, huh, hmm, okay, okay, I, I, okay. I see where you guys are going with this. Okay, cool. And, yeah, it, and it's it's also funny you mentioned because this particular movie, um, you can use it moving forward. Like we are in a different era. This era of James Gunn is going to be something we never seen before. First of all, he's a different odd character. So him having his hand on the actual DC universe, this is a film that I actually I wouldn't mind you taking this and actually making it to your TV show. This is something different. I'm a, like you tried how Jordan before, right? It didn't work. You can't blame the actor because he went to play other films and he did great. It's not that. It's it, sometimes right. that one character is good for the Silver Age, which he was from. Great times have changed. It's okay. You can go back to it, but let's try let's try something different. And and you know, I, and I think that is the thing, and that's probably one of the biggest reasons why they chose to go with James Gunn as the new DC studio head because they know that he's going to give us something different. We can't yeah. we can't do the same things that we've been doing at DC because it hasn't worked. It hasn't. it hasn't worked. We have to do something different. And even if it fails, what else were we going to do? We were going to do the same thing, and it was going to fail. So you got to try something different. I mean, you know, Batman: Brave and the Bold. We're jumping straight to Damian Wayne. We're, we're, we're jumping over Dick Grayson. We're jumping over Jason Todd, jumping yes. over Tim Drake. We're going straight to Damian. Yes. Right? So, I mean, again, swing for defenses, dude. I like it. I mean, I, let's let's do something different. I, I liked this this movie. And I'm not even a, a, a outside of, like, reading comics. I'm not even, like, a big, like, cartoon Green Lantern kind mm-hmm. of a guy. Like, that's not something that I, that I usually gravitate towards. But, you know, you texted me the other day and you were like, yo, can we please talk about this? I, w- I think it's to talk about because, like, it's – people forgot. Like, sometimes the movies, the live-action movies, mm-hmm. they they taint a character. And yeah. people forget that just because the live-action film didn't work doesn't mean that the books are not great. does not mean that the actual animation show they came from wasn't good. Like, these characters are loved for a reason in order to even get a live-action movie. Right. And because it may have didn't go as well, okay, chalk it up, move on. There's plenty of movies that didn't go well, but they, they keep putting out Superman movies over and over again, and we can go through a history of the ones that weren't that well. 
Mm-hmm. They weren't good, well, and you know, and and to that point, I think I think you have to you have to have even more care with mm-hmm. a character like Green Lantern because so many people don't know about them. Like you said, they can put out Superman and Batman and Spider Man movies every other year. Doesn't matter yes. how much they suck or how much the last one sucked. We're gonna watch it. I mean, we saw Justice League, and then a couple of years later, the Batman comes out, and it makes eight hundred million dollars. I, I personally because think he's Batman, but like you, you can't you yes. can't do the same thing with a Green Lantern because not a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people know who Green Lantern is, but yeah. they're not. He doesn't have the same diehard fan base where they're going to go see another Batman movie. They're going to go see another Superman. Absolutely. Movie. They're going to go see another Spider Man movie. You have to handle these auxiliary characters outside of your Trinity with so much more care because you can't afford to fuck them up. And I right now would honestly, in my personal opinion, I think if you were to tell me about Batman, Superman, and the Wonder Woman movie lineup versus, hey, I'm going to give you a Green Lantern, a Cyborg, and something different. The world's different. Like Black Panther showed you, it's different. People are now more open, more celebratory about things. And there's a fan base that's been craving this. Like their audience will come. They will do these things for these particular characters because they never had a chance to do it. This is this is the right time to strike it. Yeah. And I think his story, if you want Hal Jordan, like think about it. Like we're just going into this whole part. You can keep on going with Hal Jordan as far as you want to. You can do Hal Jordan later on. You can bring him back to Blackest Night. There's a lot of history with that. But give John Stewart a shine. Like he is a beloved character for a reason. Yeah. Give him a shine. Agreed. I mean, and 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 there's there's been a lot of instances where he shared the page or the screen with Hal Jordan. So it's not like it's an either or thing. You can use them both. And I like that James Gunn, and we don't know what he has planned, but he says that there's going to be multiple lanterns. So like we're going to be thrust into this with a fully functioning Green Lantern core when that TV show does come out. So um, again, I I feel like we talked a lot about, you know, the upcoming TV show in the greater DC universe, but I think, I think it's just because one of just the timing of this dropping last year, Oh, they're dropping um, some stuff. What well, they know they're, they're dropping some stuff, man. They're like they are they are yes. I feel like they're slowly kind of like testing out some storylines here or there with the animated universe because mm-hmm. they're trying to see don't think they're not paying attention to this shit. Absolutely, bro. Even like we just talked about Superman one a couple weeks ago. They got a new episode on there now. Like and yeah. then they're also showing the new insignia on top of the left corner, so you know, hey, new episodes here. Click me again. Like they, they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. You want this episode? You like these favorites? If you watch this, there's some Netflix stuff going on. Well, you might like these too. Like they they are definitely. But not, but not only that, like, like to that point, like they're I feel like they're trying to do, they're trying to give us a little bit of a palate cleanser of a tonal shift of some of their characters in the upcoming DCU. Whether that's by design or it's just that's just kind of how these projects kind of came out. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the tone of this animated Superman show, I'm looking at the tone of Beware My Power, and I'm like, I'm good. If you shoot this live action, I'm good. I'm good. I, if this I is like if it. this is the direction you guys are going, I like it. I, I like, like it. I'm not being like down too much, but like I've a very character you can say is Venom. You can also argue other characters. But I I think I'm always been a DC head. Like when it came down to a core if I had to pick DC or Marvel because of the amount of, I'm going to say, B, C, and D list characters 
mm-hmm. have so many good stories if you give them a chance. Versus yeah. Marvel is like they have their top heavy versus the bottom is eh, but it's more like you know what's going on. There's so much, there's so much depth with these characters, and you don't need a massive crossover storyline to draw the fans in to watch it. Like I would watch a cyborg animation while they made one right now, or a live action, like something different. Like there's, I like it, I like it a lot. Yeah. So, so I mean, guys, let us know what you guys thought about this. If you guys haven't checked it out, um, check it out on Max. It's called Green Lantern: Beware My Power. Um, I think you guys will really enjoy it. Don't listen to the critics. Um, it's a very, very well put together animated film. Um, the writing's great, the pacing's great, story's great. Um, go check it out. Let us know what you guys thought. Don't forget to like, subscribe, tell your friends. Uh, Deron, it's a pleasure as always, bro. And we'll catch you guys on the next one.